Hi, I'm Alex Rubit, and you're listening to Grace to Your World. If this is your first time joining me, this ministry is all about providing you with an understanding of the grace of God, which will empower you to change your world and to live the overcoming life. You see, God wants us to live in victory. Yet in order for us to do so, we must have an understanding of His unconditional love and His unmerited favor that has been made available to us through the finished works of Jesus Christ. And so I truly believe this is going to bless you today. Now to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubitministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. You see, he's, he's already everywhere. We're already in his presence. But the truth is, most of us are probably not aware of that most of the time. You see, if I say left foot, your uh, focus goes to your left foot. Now, before I said left foot, most likely you weren't aware <laughs> of what you were feeling in your left foot. You see, and so it's about where you put your focus, uh, where, where you put your attention. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, it's about focus, amen? And so it's about where you put your attention. Now, here's the question. How do we put our attention and our focus on a God whom we cannot perceive with our physical senses? How do you have a relationship and fellowship with a God who you can't see through your physical senses? The answer, we must do it through the Word. And so this is the only way. This is the only way, guys. You know, some people think, you know, there's certain believers, well, that you might say, Alex, I go to church, I don't really have time uh, to get into the Word uh, throughout the week, you know, got a lot of stuff to do, but I love God. And, and I'm not doubting, friend, that you love God, but, but you see, how are you going to know God without knowing His Word? You see? And so you can't separate God from His Word. You fellowshipping with Him, you practicing His presence is you keeping your attention on Him through His Word, through keeping His Word alive in your heart. And friend, that's what meditating the Word is all about. You see, when we talk about meditation, we're not talking about this Eastern uh, meditation where you're just emptying out your mind. No, when we talk about biblical meditation, we're talking about keeping our attention on God through His Word. Uh, that is you uh, thinking on the Word, you deeply pondering the Word, you considering the Word, you muttering the Word, you talking to God about His Word. Look at what he says here in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. In fact, if you're there, let's just go ahead and read this out loud together. He says in verse 15, ready, read, Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. And so, friend, that is our definition of meditation. To meditate a thing is to give yourself wholly over to that thing. And he says, when you do that, your profiting may appear to all. In other words, you meditating the Word is going to yield in benefits showing up in your life that's going to be obvious to other people in your life, you see. And so there's going to be some stuff happening in your life where it, you can't take credit for it, man, but it, it was really the result of you keeping your attention on God. And, you know, you may think, well, meditating the Word sounds like a lot of effort, a lot of... Uh, you know, focus and effort, but friend, may I tell you, you may already be practicing meditation and you just don't know it. You see, that's what worry is. Worry is simply negative meditation. 
You see, worry is you giving yourself wholly over to something that you don't want. It's you giving yourself wholly over to the worst case scenario. You know, Alex, what if this happens? You know, Alex, I'm concerned about that, you see. And of course, we live in a society where, uh, you know, that's kind of promoted, you know, uh, or it's kind of normal. You're supposed to be worried. You're supposed to be afraid and, uh, you know, stuff that can happen. Well, you know, friend, that's not you, you see. That's not you. No, you as a born-again believer, you are not to fall into that trap of the devil who wants you to think on, on what could go wrong. No, you want to begin to train your mind, you see, so that you now begin, so, so that your thinking now becomes rather than what could go wrong, your thinking is, God's got it covered. You see, I got a God, I'm focused on Him, and so an issue comes up, my first response is not panic. No, my first response is what does the word say? You see, he brings a scripture to your mind, uh, you know, and you just know that you know that you know God's got me covered in this area. That comes out of your intimate fellowship with him. Amen. If you understand that, say amen. You guys, with me. Now, uh, let's get into this. Now, I want to take a little bit of time here and start covering or actually I want to go through all of these eight benefits that come as a result of living a life, of practicing the presence of God. Uh, turn with me to Psalm 91. Uh, Psalm 91. We'll look at verses 1 through 4. If I have time, I'm going to spend a little bit of extra time on um, the seventh, excuse me, the uh, I think it's the sixth benefit, praise God. <laughs> uh, but if, if not, I'm, I'm just going to touch on it today and get into this more next week. But I want you to really just uh, see all of these benefits, and I want you to really just purpose in your heart uh, that you're going to spend time with God, and, 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 and that you really see that your success as a Christian is really based on, you know, not what you can do for God. No, it's based on you just fellowshipping with Him. You're just fellowshipping with Him. You're just rejoicing in His presence. Amen. And, and, and some powerful things will happen in your life as a result. Praise God. Now, uh, now these eight benefits of living a life, of practicing the presence of God, these eight benefits uh, are, are very powerful. First benefit is this. First benefit of living a life of practicing His presence is security and protection. Security and protection. And so this goes back to when the world is worried, you're secure. When the world is operating in fear, you operate in a confidence and an assurance that I got security, I got protection. No evil shall come nigh my dwelling. Now let me qualify this, guys. When I say security and protection, this does not mean that you now go and do something stupid. Amen. It does not mean that you go hang out in a place where you have no business hanging out. It does not mean that because you got security and protection, because God is your safety and protection, you know, when you cross the street, you're not going to look, you know, to see if there's a car coming. No, you know, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's not what we're talking about. Nope. Uh, you know, you still use common sense, but man, you know that, that God's got you. He's your, he's your safety. He's your protection. Look at what he says here in Psalm 91, 
Verse 1, he says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That word dwell here means it denotes a fixed position. And so you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You don't occasionally visit there. No, that is where you hang out. My focus is on God. My focus is on the relationship. Verse 2 says, I will say. Now stop right there. He says, I will say. <laughs> Praise God. You see, biblical meditation also includes you saying the word. Praise God. And so you want to understand the power of your words. You see, you want to understand, guys, that nothing happens in your life until you say it. And so you got to begin to say the word. I'm going to show you a lot of scriptures here. These are all scriptures you can meditate on. These are all scriptures that you can begin to speak over your life. You see, your words, I want you to understand, release spiritual authority. You see, and so it's very powerful when you begin to begin to say what God says. And so he says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Verse three, he says, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Verse four, he says, he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. Praise God, his truth. That's his word, amen. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. And so you dwell in the presence of God through his word. Now he says that word that you're dwelling in, that you're standing on, becomes your shield and your buckler. Security and protection comes as a result of living a life, of seeking God first, of living a life, of dwelling in his presence. The second benefit of of dwelling in the presence of God is this it is perfect peace perfect peace uh, head on over to Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 now how many guys of you uh, could use some uh, some perfect peace in your life amen you know again this is you know Satan will, will always try to uh, upset your peace he will always try to rob you of your peace through getting your focus on the wrong kind of stuff you see, uh, your peace, man, is really your most valuable asset. You see, you want to understand, uh, I've said this before, <laughs> you know, something is going to cost you your peace. It's too expensive. You see, you can't afford to give up your peace. Uh, you can't afford to spend your peace on, 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 on even other people's drama. You see, no, man, you want to live a life where my focus is God. Because my focus is God. I got perfect peace. Look at this, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. He says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. And so your mind stayed on God. That's again, stayed on God is, is you, you, you don't just occasionally think about God. No, you, you, you have a grip, man. It's like, like having a death grip on something, you know. You, you, you're, you're intently focused on God through his word. And he says he'll keep you in perfect peace. Now, perfect peace is the peace that cannot be uh, disturbed by circumstances. You see, uh, perfect peace is independent of, of circumstances. You know, what the world uh, considers peace is not really peace. The world has this idea that peace is, you know, the absence of conflict. No, that's not what peace is. Peace is security in the midst of turmoil. 
And so there's stuff going on around you. You still got peace because you've got God, because you're dwelling in his word. You're dwelling in his presence. Now, that perfect peace, that word also uh, means shalom. That's the wholeness of God touching every area of your life with nothing missing, nothing broken. You see, and that's again soul prosperity. <laughs> and so all of that comes through keeping your attention on him. Uh, third benefit of living a life in the presence of God is, is this is huge guys, is divine wisdom and guidance divine wisdom and guidance. Look at uh, Proverbs 4, uh, uh, Proverbs 4, starting at verse 10. Um, divine wisdom and guidance. Uh, you know, wisdom is, is so powerful. You know, wisdom and knowledge are, are not the same thing. You know, how many know, you know, a guy can have all the knowledge in the world, but if he doesn't have any wisdom, you know, that knowledge is really not going to do him all that much good. You see, wisdom is defined as the ability to use knowledge rightly. You see, wisdom is you knowing what to do uh, when you um, uh, when you don't know what to do. You see, and so how do you get wisdom? Well, that wisdom comes through you dwelling in God's presence through His Word. Look at Proverbs four, verse ten. He says, "Hear, O my son." And receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. <laughs> Glory be to God. How many are excited about that? How many of you are ready to have some, to have a whole lot of years in your life? Praise God. Well, he says, keep your attention on me. Focus on me. Dwell in me. The years of your life shall be many. He says in verse 11, look at this. He says, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom, and I have led thee in right paths. <laughs> now, this is Solomon speaking, but he's really talking about the Word. He's talking about the wisdom that comes from the Word of God. Now, that wisdom, he says, the, through, through focusing on Him, through His Word, focusing on God, through His Word, he says He's going to teach us in the way of wisdom, and man, He's going to lead you in the right paths. You see? And so, you know, you have to make an important decision. Uh, you know, you don't know what to do. Uh, get with God. You know, get into His presence. Say, Lord, what do you want me to do here? Uh, you know, and and begin to listen. Begin to listen. You know, uh, and and the Bible says in in the book of Colossians, let the peace of God rule in your heart. That means let the peace of God act in your heart as an empire, as an umpire, <laughs> as an umpire. Um, and, and what that simply means, guys, is uh, uh, it simply means, you know, that wherever your peace, you know, God is never going to lead you out of your peace, you see. And if you are doing something and you don't have peace about it, well, that means stop, you know, and, and, and really get with God and, and see what God is saying. You see, he's never uh, going to lead you away from your peace. And so let the peace of God lead you. Let the peace of God guide you. Get quiet with him and commune with him. You see, remember, you're in intimate fellowship with the one who knows all things. And so, <laughs> and, and man, he's, he's going to share with you freely as you come to him in dependence on him. Uh, look at one more verse here on this. Go on over to uh, Proverbs 3, previous chapter. 
uh, verse 6, Proverbs 3, 6, says this. He says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and this is the promise, and he shall direct thy paths. And so you acknowledging God in all of your ways is focusing on his presence, practicing his presence through his word. Again, you you have an important decision to make. Lord, help me with this. You know, you go into a meeting, you acknowledge him in that meeting. Lord, help me uh, uh, to really do what I need to do in this meeting. Lord, help me to deal with these people wisely. Uh, You see, maybe something happened with your with your kid, you know, rather than you, uh, you know, being overrun by your emotions and trying to handle it on your own. Lord, uh, I acknowledge you in this area of my life. Now, show me what to do. And he says, if you acknowledge him in all of your ways, he's going to direct your paths. Amen. And so that comes out of you living a life in his presence. Now, fourth benefit. I love this. This is awesome. Uh, turn to John sixteen twenty-two. Uh, fourth benefit, guys. I mean, these are all awesome. And this, but man, this is awesome. Is <laughs> a fourth benefit of living a life in the presence of God is joy independent of circumstances. There's a joy available to you that has nothing to do with your circumstances. You see, uh, just like wisdom and knowledge are not the same thing, you want to understand that happiness and joy are not the same thing. You see, happiness is condition-based. Uh, it's based on circumstances, and that's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, something good happens, and, and you're happy, and that's, that's fine. But you see, joy does not come from circumstances. No, joy comes from what you know. You see, you know your God. You fellowship with your God. And so joy is available to you Regardless of thing of whether things are going well or things are not going well, uh, you can be uh, sad in your emotions, and yet you still have joy. You see, now that's not available to to the world. You know, that's not available to anybody uh, who doesn't know God. You see, this is a benefit that you have specifically as a result of living a life in His presence. Look at. Um, John 16, 22. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples. This is the night before his crucifixion. And uh, he's telling them about, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll see you again. And the context makes it clear. Uh, he's talking about the resurrection. He's talking about, I will see you again uh, once I'm raised from the dead and I'll be dwelling with you, uh, with you uh, as believers. And uh, look what he says. Verse 22 says, and ye therefore, and ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, he says. And he says, and your heart shall rejoice, and praise God, and your joy no man taketh from you. Praise God. Your heart shall rejoice, and, and this is the last part I want you to notice, your joy no man taketh from you. <laughs> you see, there's something powerful, man, when your joy is not based on other people. You see, people are going to do what they're going to do, man, but you got joy. Stuff can happen in your life, but Jesus is saying, uh, I'll see you again, and I'll be with you, and your heart shall rejoice because of that fellowship you'll have with me. And he says, now, man, your joy no man will take away from you. Praise God. Praise God. Are you guys catching this today? 
Now look at uh, the um, fifth benefit of, um, of uh, dwelling in the presence of God. Uh, fifth benefit, scripture for that is in uh, 1 John 4, 16. And I think, uh, yeah, I might have time to spend a little more time here on, on uh, benefit number six. Uh, first, but the fifth benefit, First uh, John chapter 4, 16. Everybody say out loud, it's about knowing God. Just say out loud right now, it's about knowing God. It's about the relationship, guys. You see, the added things will come, but man, this is about making the relationship with God your priority. Praise God. Now, this is what happens here. The fifth benefit of living a life in His presence, living a life of practicing His presence, is, is a revelation of God's love for us. That's the fifth benefit. A revelation of God's love for you. You see, there's a difference now between knowing intellectually that God loves you, that's head knowledge, and having a revelation, praise God, of His love. That's heart knowledge. You see, a revelation is something that you get out of spending time in His presence. Look at First uh, John 4, 16. He says, and we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. Praise God. God is love, he says. See, God does not have love. God is love. God is love. You see, sometimes people say, well, uh, you know, all you need is love. Well, well, well yeah, you know, but, but you want to understand that you can't actually have love without the one who is love, you see. And so, God is love. You see, you will never be able, I've, I've shared with you before, you'll never be able to truly love another person until you first receive God's love for you. How do I receive God's love? Somebody says, through Jesus. Through looking at Jesus, through looking what, at, at what Jesus, glory be to God, has done on the cross. You see, you believing on Jesus is you believing on His love. You believe that He shed His blood for you on that cross because He loves you, man. He loves you with a perfect love. And so He says, He, he says, God is love. And watch this, He who dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in Him. And so to dwell in the presence of God is to dwell in love. When you're dwelling in God, you're dwelling in love. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me today. Now remember, grace is a living reality that is alive in the heart of every born-again believer. Friends, I'm Alex Rubit. You've been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again tomorrow as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now once again, to find out more about our ministry and to access the full-length audios of this and other teachings, simply head to alexrubitministries.org. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Help us to spread this good news of God's unmerited favor in and through the finished works of Jesus Christ. And one more thing, friends, if you'd like to support what God is doing in and through this ministry, you may do so by going to alexrubitministries.org forward slash give. 
I pray you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. Walk in his blessing, walk in his favor, walk in his goodness. And I look forward to talking to you again on tomorrow's podcast. Thank you.